Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of Topic Thunder, episode 207, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. Welcome into Topic Thunder. Today, we have another quad pod. I am joined today by three fellow gents. We'll start from the west and go to the east. First up, in the west side of the United States, in Seattle, we have Stephen Dolan at Steve Thunderfans. Stephen, what's up? Hi, guys. I'm happy to be here. Hey, <laughs> next hey, up, Steve. and I'm Jeremy Newman. You don't we're the Red to me why you... If you're a citizen. Okay, okay. So uh, Steve is moving around his house, and while doing so, pressing buttons on his soundboard. So if you heard anything like that, that's what that was. Uh, anyway, we have in <laughs> Nebraska. I don't know which is more what east is Nebraska or Oklahoma more east. Um. Also. All right, we'll just we'll start with Nebraska. So, all right, we have with us Maddie Moles at Maddie Moles Pod in Nebraska. Maddie, what's up? Hey man, so they're lot. all uh, pretty I, centralized. I made some lamb tonight, uh, so it turned out pretty good. And then I've got a plethora of beverages on my desk to include some White Claw, White Claw Gang, White Claw Gang, Natural Lime it up. Let's go, White oh, yeah. Claw. That's mine. Natty Lime. Lime is object objectively the best. Uh, and finally in oklahoma we have alex roy at alex roy nttb alex what's up i'm I'm doing great i'm doing great (laughs) yeah i don't know if this is going to show up in the audio but there is steven's baby is oh may is not having a day can you hear that yeah man (laughs) yeah i can hear i can hear you but but well, let's. I don't know if you're going to be showing up in the garage band, but I have my. Can, I don't know. I have my mixer muted. How can you hear me? Uh, through the power of technology, I suppose. All right. The man Ray is just. She's just having a bad time right now. That's okay. Every baby goes through ups and downs. Stephen has left to take care of that, and he will be back shortly. <laughs> so, while uh. One baby is being taken care of. Speaking of babies, uh, Devin Booker is not too happy with his <laughs> uh, all-star snub from this uh, result as we played the Phoenix Suns yesterday in a win. And by the way, boys, I don't know if the Phoenix Suns fan base's uh, TVs went out after the first half because I saw a lot of tweets in that first half with, oh, Chris Paul is 0-5 and, and Devin Booker is like 5-7. <laughs> and then I didn't hear much of them in the second half. So uh, maybe there maybe there was a blackout in Phoenix. I don't really know. But one way or another, think things just so, didn't go their way in Phoenix in that second half. So I, I looked I looked up down detector uh, in the second half, and it, Twitter was down specifically in the Phoenix area. So that's what happened. Oh, there. That's they the were still applauding. Their, they were still applauding their guy, but they couldn't mm-hmm, get the word mm-hmm. out. They just couldn't. They couldn't get on the internet. No, that's the problem. That's <sighs> well. Hopefully, that's back to normal now, and they can they can see what happened. Because if they did, they would know Chris Paul had 17 points in the second half. Whoop! After starting off a little poor, everyone. Initially was like, oh, Devin Booker should have got it over Chris Paul. Blah, blah, blah. And then oh my God. Chris Paul's like, no, fam. Uh, I deserve this. 
and so it was a vic- he was like he was like this is what i do this is me i specifically reserve every basket for the crucial parts of the game because that's when you need it most and they needed it because they were in a pretty close game up until the very end uh they won by four points 111 to 107 chris paul as i mentioned uh had 17 in the second half 20 total and 10 assists uh so he was definitely a really big factor in that second half. Danilo Gallinari as well, having a good night. Uh, not from the three-point line necessarily, but he had 27 points, uh, 9 of 17 from the field. So uh, one other person that we need to mention, aside from Chris Paul, that's now been getting a lot of attention is the the Dort man. Woo! Lou Dort is uh, beginning a lot of attention here in 48 hours he has been Dort i don't night. know if you guys saw i don't know if you guys saw our twitter page but lou dort is now in the conversation for rookie of the year number 10 right cr- on the list crazy yeah yeah he's number yeah. 10 right now number 10 that's crazy number 10, ten. he's uh, i mean i think it's a little extreme to be like yeah he's gonna be rookie of the year but He's in the conversation. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, there. So, so what I, I, I what I like looking at is the fact that at the end of the season, like I don't think he's gonna crawl all, you know, climb all the way up to top of the rookie of the year leaderboard. But if he were to make a all rookie team, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. And like I find I find it a little bit weird because I, maybe we're a prisoner of the moment. Um, but you know, Matisse Tybel over in uh Philly, he was he you know he was supposed to be that guy that was like a defensive monster, and he has been an entire year. And I don't think he's gotten as, nearly as much recognition as maybe Dort has gotten over these past forty-eight to seventy-two hours. Um, I just think you know people enjoy seeing somebody that number one wasn't drafted, um, and number two, you know, just have the success of somebody that wasn't good to have success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thibault was definitely coming into the draft a guy to look out for, so he had that expectation on his shoulders. Lou Dort obviously undrafted, so pretty much zero expectation at that point. So that definitely plays a perspective. I also, like you said, prisoner of the moment, always a factor. You know, being in Oklahoma City in that fan base also probably affects it a little bit. I'm sure Philadelphia has been heads over tails about this guy just you know, talking just as much about him as we talk about Dort, but it does seem like over the last few weeks, he's been getting more attention just because I think honestly, his performance, if you just look at the last two weeks has been better. Uh, I don't actually have the stats to back that up, but I haven't heard much about Thibel in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, definitely. He's definitely having himself a moment. It remains to be seen if, that will continue. Obviously, we hope it does. But right now, things are looking good for the for Lou Dort. Uh, and yeah, just just happy for the guy. And that sixty four point three percent from three. That's sustainable. The last four Wild. games. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> uh, that's totally sustainable. Let's get it done. Mm-hmm. I do shoot open jumpers yeah. like all day. Yeah, it was. It's funny because the in that Kings game where he was five of six. Nobody was guarding him. Like he was just getting wide open three point shots, which is why he was able to shoot so well. So I feel like if he continues to shoot sixty four percent from three teams, we championship are have to adjust. Yep, championship <laughs> definitely on the table, but teams are going to have to you know actually defend him at that point, which I have a feeling that will affect that percentage. But at the moment, he is shooting lights out, and we're just going to sit and admire it um, all the more. Yeah, because he, he, so, he wasn't supposed to be a, a shooter coming out. That's probably no. he went undrafted. You know, they saw the saw the defense on him, but they didn't see the offense on him. And so, you know, hopefully this is, this is not a flash in the pan. And then he reverts back to to being what every other Oklahoma City wing does to us. They just, and then they just... Mm-hmm. forget how to play offense and just play defense. 
Mm-hmm. Long and yeah, strong and down to get the defense on. We get a defense that's on. Pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> Presty likes him long. We all know that. Um, he has a time. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else from this uh, from the Suns game? I, I, uh, you know, full transparency, missed most of this game. I had, uh, I was busy and could not see most of it, so I only saw the highlights. Um, but if you guys saw it, if you have any other thoughts, I just, I just think it was a good, another good road victory against a team that we are supposed to get a win against. Um, it's kind of weird saying that, you know, heading season, I didn't have any expectations as far as looking at the schedule and being able to pinpoint where the victories were. Um, but as we have progressed through the season, I, I just keep finding it amazing that I can look at a schedule and be like, yeah, it's probably going to be a victory there. Yeah. Atlanta, that's a W right there. Yeah. You know, and even on the road, you know, and it's and it's su- in such contrast to in years past where you knew if you had a road game coming up and not even Westbrook or Paul George, if Terrence Ferguson was out, it was going to be difficult to get a win. If we, yeah, we were off the rail. If Nerland Noel, we if Nerland's Noel, you know, yeah. we were it, difficult for us to get a win because for some reason we just lost our concentration. Not, I mean, just throughout the whole year. It just seems like everybody is locked in. You know, they have a a goal in mind. What it is, I don't know. You know, what, what they think they can do. But, I, you know, at this point, I'm not betting against this team, no matter who they play. Uh, because they keep they keep games close against games, and then, you know, they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. So, mm-hmm. this, I mean, it, it's, it's been a great ride so far. I really appreciate I think that, that speaks... Go for it, Matt. Oh, I was just going to say, I really appreciate the fact that we're the same team on the road as we are at home. Um, yep. It, it doesn't really matter where we play. We could play in OKC. We could play in Dallas. We could play on the moon. It doesn't matter. We're going to mm. we're gonna pretty much play our I ball. love the moon games. Oh, my gosh. We get so mm. much air. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> Terrence Ferguson jumping on the moon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just want to imagine Terrence Ferguson on the court right now. So, I... I mm. I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, I, I hope everything's okay with him. Uh, yeah. Get that figured out. Um, but, man, Hamadou Diallo um, didn't have a great game in this one, but he's been stepping up a lot lately. Like, our young guys are getting confidence. And like I said, it didn't matter where whether it was in OKC or it's on the road. And I think that that type of mentality, the fact that we're able to kind of stay the same team, run the same offense, play the same defense, all those things, uh, regardless of what building it's in, it's going to help us down the stretch and in the playoff. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Billy Donovan, coach of the year. Let's go. He's in it. He's in the run. It's official. Um, I I definitely agree with that, but I also, I have a feeling that as soon as Chris Paul is gone, this is, that's going to be the, the keg or the, the piece that when you remove it, it just creates chaos because, you know, when he was out, um, the Dallas, the Dallas game, game. It was just utter chaos. Like we just didn't. We yeah, there we was never no, had a chance. There was no offensive. Yeah, there was no offensive yeah, organization. Yeah. In that so game. I, I, I do think as a team they work together, but only if Chris Paul is in. So it's like a very kind of almost ironic mm. situation. Which uh, that is a nice transition into a topic we should should address. Um, so Chris Paul was out for the Dallas game. Uh, for personal reasons, but it can be assumed it was due to the tragedy that happened on Sunday. Um, Maddie Moles and I were actually doing a podcast just like this one when this happened. Um, So we didn't really have time to say much about it because it's hard to say that, say what you want to say literally minutes after it happens. But, um, you know, I, I said my piece on the last re- uh, recap, but um, I'm sure you all had at least a few things you wanted to say. I know it's been a while since this happened. Most of the media has kind of like moved on, but you know, I, I think as a group, it's good to, for us to all like talk about it um, since we haven't had the opportunity yet. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you guys um, thought about it or had any thoughts to share. So I guess with, with me, it's kind of weird as to why in the world, mm-hmm. like, I'm still feeling like this. You know, like, and we, we all come yeah. into things with the perspective of our own, with the perspective 
of mm. our own memories and our own experience. We, you know, we transpose them onto what is happening. Um, and so when I say that, so number one, so Kobe Bryant, you know, I, I wrote a piece on our website um, about Kobe Bryant. And, you know, I said that he, he's kind of been with me throughout to where, you know, he was the transition between Jordan, who was you know, idol, my thing growing up. Um, to LeBron now, you know, to what we see with LeBron. Um, and so mm-hmm. it was it was kind of, you know, it's kind of weird just, just seeing this guy that taking me through my, my basketball adulthood and, you know, him just passing away in an, a completely unexpected fashion, in a tragic way, and um, kind of taking out, you know, kind of, you know, that the fact that I am also a father. Um, I am also a father of four daughters. Um, and so that has also kind of, you know, when I see when I see Kobe, when I see, mm. you know, my mm. life, that's also a parallel that I've always looked at that many people may not necessarily have the experience to go ahead and look at it that way also. Um, and, you know, I, I do, you know, when he, whenever he said to, uh, what's her name, L. Duncan, girl dad, that's what I am, you know. Yeah, I, I, I love, you know, I love being with my daughters. I love. Oh, you know, yeah. Going to their events, whether it is that was a great moment. sports related, whether it's academic, whether it's dancing, whether it's ballet, whether it is gymnastics, you know, that's something that I love doing. And I know and you can tell that Kobe did the same thing. You know, he loved being there for his daughters. And of course, he had that one daughter that happens to vibe with him probably more than any other daughter. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but at the same time, if you're going to go out with somebody, person that you vibe with the most you know and, and you know in the in the tragedy of you know Gigi also you know passing away in this at least she was with her father at least they were doing what they loved which was going to a basketball game probably talking basketball um and that's you know if you're going to take any solace from that that may be what you take from that um but yeah man it's it's, it's tragic it's it's horrible um, you could tell the NBA world is completely shaken by this. Um, you know, a lot of the top brass, as far as players mm-hmm. go, you know, they're still suffering. Like this guy was, he was, you know, he was the guy that number one they all looked to, because like I said, he was a transition from Michael Jordan to LeBron now. Uh, but in that in that time frame, he became kind of like their Obi Wan Kenobi. They're you know they're the guy that they ask for advice, the guy that they ask, and you know Kobe. Maybe selfishly, Kobe won Kenobi. You know, maybe selfishly, he did things in a kind of Machiavellian way where, you know, if you talk to him, he would take Kobe what you said Kenobi. and use it against you if you were on the court with him. But at the same time, I think that he did, um, he did help younger players. And he did, you know, he was there to try to make the health of the league get stronger. You know, leave, leave, leave the longer than, you know, after he left and before he got there type thing. So the thing that I'll say, what sucks about this the most is the fact that I think, you know, we got to see Kobe Bryant, the player, and we got to see that um, experience full on. I think the experience that was going to be Kobe Bryant, the retired mm-hmm. player, whatever he was going to do full on after this, mm-hmm. I think it was going to be great. And I yeah. feel bad that we won't get to yeah. see that. I agree. Um, Maddie, did you have anything? I, I'm going to, echo that i think one thing well Gigi, we don't know how bright her star was going to shine she she could have taken the WNBA to a whole other level she could have done a lot for the perception of women's sports in general um Mm -hmm. we we just don't know what her path was going to be but she was like she was a mini kobe she really was um i i you know, I'm not a Lakers fan. I didn't really follow the Lakers, uh, you know, like him and his family off the court and stuff. Like, that's typically not my scene. But all the stories and everything that's just come out about him um, and, and her and, and what they were off the court and what they were to other people, like, that's that's what makes it more heartbreaking to me. It's like, yeah, you know, special talent on the court, and that's that's great, and that was a platform for, for Kobe to do things, but hearing of like Kobe Bryant just being in town for a game and going to see somebody at a hospital and like coming in a tunnel 
um, and keeping it very hush and not wanting anything to get, you know, out in the media, like PR people just not talking about stuff. Like all those things, the things that you don't hear about because he didn't want you to hear about them uh, while he was he was playing and, and while he was getting around. Like that's the stuff. It's like, man, like I'm I'm growing so much more fond of Kobe with all this stuff coming out and it just makes it suck even worse. Cause it's like, that's somebody that I'd want to be an ambassador of the league. That's somebody that, you know, for all the things that you may want to say about who he was while he was a game, while he was, you know, in his younger days on the court and then his things that he did off the court, um, that you may not agree with. Like if, and I don't know what's true and what's not, but I do know that at the end of his career. And then since he's been retired, He's done nothing but try to make the community around him stronger. He's tried to lift people up. He was helping a lot of people and not wanting to get any credit for it. Um, and I just think 41 years old, it, it really, it it hits you. It's like, you know, death comes for all of us and, and nobody's invincible. And so I think out, out of the, the silver lining out of this, it's like, I think everybody, not just basketball world's been shook. I think, I think people across the planet, because Kobe was an international icon, I've said, man, this guy was invincible, and we don't have a lot of time left. Like, what is legitimately worth spending our time on, and what's really important? Um, and I know it's made me re reanalyze a lot of things that I thought were important before, and they're just not. It's just stupid. <laughs> like life's too sick yeah. and short. Yeah, I and Jack kind of said the same thing um, on that TNT like group discussion they had it was basically came down to like you never know when they're gonna leave so like don't let the little things get in the way so that was a very important reminder for sure um steven is back uh steve uh did you have any what's thoughts? up guys? um <laughs> hi hashtag girl dad <laughs> hashtag, hashtag girl, girl dad, dad. <laughs> great great segue into this topic um so steve i know you haven't been on the podcast yet to talk about did you have anything else or you know any other personal thoughts to share uh yeah like and i to? guess so I, i've tweeted most of this at this point i think um it didn't take long everybody mm -hmm. just kind of took to twitter immediately and got their thoughts down on paper uh right off the bat i i'd like to acknowledge what maddie said about you know the 2003 incident that is definitely part of Kobe's legacy. Um, but I think that mm -hmm. he, I, I think it's very easy to see how that incident shaped the rest of his life and how it kind of changed mm -hmm. the person that right. he would grow to be. Um, and I think that, you know, people make mistakes and that's the best you can do after you make one is, is try to learn from it. So I, I think he, that, that became productive for him. Um, but, you know, I, this is a Thunder podcast, and, and I again, I tweeted this already, but whenever something happens in the NBA, I look at it through the lens of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the first thing that came to my mind, um, well, the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, I'm like way more sad about this than I thought I would be, than mm -hmm. I would have predicted yeah, I would same. be. I'm not a Lakers fan. I mean, I... Well, so I did, I liked the Lakers before the Thunder happened. I was a Shaq fan. Um, it's kind of funny. This is the same thing that Andrew Schlecht of down to dunk has said, like I was a Shaq fan when he was in Orlando and I followed him to LA and then I was just enjoyed Shaq until the thunder came around, but I wasn't a Kobe fan and I never felt like any closeness to him. But when this happened, I was just like, Oh wow. They, like I didn't realize how huge a part of like my childhood he was. And it really hit me pretty hard because the NBA just hasn't dealt with loss like this in in right. really any way like i just saw <laughs> bill russell at the suns game <laughs> yeah you know why was he there we never <laughs> no know. idea but he was there and <laughs> just eat, eating peanuts or something <laughs> and, yeah. and uh it hit me really hard and then but the the next thing that came to my mind was that 2010. uh 2000 oh i'm gonna get the year wrong 2008 thunder series against the lakers in the first round 2010 Thunder Series against the Lakers in the first yeah. round where the Thunder took them to six. Just by the way, how crazy is it that they made the eight seed with 50 wins? Like, what in the world? <laughs> what was that? And and not just took them to six, but took them all of six. 
Oh yeah, all of Game Six. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, took a mm-hmm. putback where Nick Collison of all people got lost on the box out. Anyway, <laughs> that is, so that was the game where the Thunder fans stayed around for the standing ovation for the team, celebrated just the growth that they showed, the accomplishment. Just losing to the champs was an accomplishment at that point, pushing them as far as they did. And I I was actually at that game, and it was awesome. But it wasn't until I got home and watched the replay because I was like, I need to watch this replay, see this ovation, I see if it was as good on TV as it felt in person. And what they showed was a Kobe Bryant courtside interview where he was asked about the Thunder, about like how the team was able to push him. And it was just so clear that Kobe Bryant respected that team. And it was just like, Ooh. oh, that guy thinks that we're going to be a problem for years to come he would say that on the court on national TV, like we're legit. And that's just, that's when you know you got right. That's the weight that his opinion held because everybody, and I, I I doubt that the words Mamba mentality had been uttered in the world at that point, but we already knew, we already knew what it meant. Random orders. Right. Yeah. We already knew what it meant. And for somebody with Mamba mentality to be like, to look across the court and say, those guys are some dogs. Like, that's what let me know that team was legit. So, I mean, that's the small part he had in Thunder history, and so I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would add that's, you know, uh, different from what I already said is the Lakers game yesterday. Uh, the tribute was beautiful. Mm. LeBron's speech was very well done. Um, if you haven't watched it already, go do that. It's um, just very, very heartfelt. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to that. But yeah, it's it's been nearly a week now, and you know it just still is. It still hasn't fully set in. I think mm-hmm. it's just about there. But you know, I'll still see things on Twitter about uh, like. The things making the rounds now is that video of Gigi and Kobe after he won the championship and Gigi's like gives him a kiss and then like messes with his hat. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is mm-hmm. so cute, but also like so sad and mm-hmm. seeing it like it's just it's now at the, to the point where it's like, I don't want to be sad every time I come on Twitter because I have to see all these Kobe Kobe moments. But they're also very like I do appreciate them, too, at the same time. So it's just. Yeah, I yeah, to- I totally long, agree with long, that, long, and long it's time. like and it's like I listen to a bunch of NBA podcasts, right? And it's <laughs> it was several days before anybody talked about anything except Kobe stuff and making me sad. And mm-hmm. frankly, it's just it was yeah. refreshing that people are starting to move on to basketball, and, and we're gonna do that here too. But first, I need to ask a question, Alex. Did you imply that you have a daughter you vibe with the most? Oh yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, so you oh. you, you had no. You have kids. You, hold Coming on. Is she hot. right, is she right <laughs> next no. to you? No, you? You have you have kids that share the same interests with. Uh, and then you have other kids that mm. you know they go on their own path, and hey, you accept their path, but that doesn't mean that you necessarily like. We need names. No, no names. Name names. No Alex name. has a favorite. My daughter's name is Gianna. I will say that. And that's another thing that kind of struck me. No, oh, it kind of struck to me her. that. It has to be you know, her. Gianna was, you know, that's one of my daughters. That's the name that kind of kept on popping up. And I was like, oh, wow. That kind of hit you. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't realize. Wow. Uh, yeah. So basketball, yeah. basketball. I, I, I'm, Let's I'm, talk about I'm, basketball. I'm getting, basketball. I'm getting We're thrown peanuts from people who only have ball. one kid. All right, chill. Cut. <laughs> oh, hey, oh no, yeah, you're, actually, you're wrong, yeah. Alex. Cut. I have zero cat, kids. Catch, <laughs> catch me right, whenever you my have favorite. more than one. Take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that'll happen, but we'll move on to basketball. Uh, so what was I going to say? Oh yeah, trade. Um, they're happening. They're, they're about to happen. Uh, well, we just we just got uh, a little bit of news. If you look on your uh, on uh, your uh, text message, we did we did. Uh, Dylan uh, just put it in the group message that the New York Knicks are supposedly. Mm, this, this is, is NBA per... Central. I gotta look at. I gotta. Wait, 
I gotta go down the rabbit hole a couple more. Well, links. it's okay. Her. It's from Stefan Bondi, um, New York Daily okay. News. Okay, I've gone far enough. News. He retweeted the NBA Central report, so I'm gonna assume it's accurate. Or he, okay. or he would so not be this participating. This seems to be. This seems to be legit. Um, that the Knicks. This is from NBA Central. Quote: The Knicks are looking for a point guard and hold Dennis Schroeder in high regard, per uh, Stephen Bondi. So, um, yeah, that seems to be the leading storyline hey, now. Hey, Knicks, you want to throw us? You want to throw us a Knicks yet. first round pick? Where we're interested. That'd be dope. Yeah, we can talk. Maybe Frank. Yeah, and they're all expiring, so whatever. Exactly, they're all team options too. Um, Except for I think Julius Randle is not a team option. Yeah, Yeah, I'll take Randle. But I I don't. I'll take Randle in a first. I'll take Frank in a first. They would be so dumb to do that, but I would take it. Yeah. The Frank, yeah, sure. Frank <laughs> Whatever in a first, and you, we can talk. Yeah. We can start that phone call. However you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. And this, this, this is Nick no Dick. shot at shot at Schroeder <laughs> because I know Jerry. I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, Jerry hates him. <laughs> he's he's mad. He had to walk around the room twice. He's so he's so he hates him so much. This is no shots at Schroeder. It's just like man, a Knicks first round pick like that could very hey. easily be the be the first overall pick. The the biggest Ooh. Dennis Schroeder news is the fact that Tyranny is now saying his name exactly. Correctly. I was about to. I, I was. So if you saw, if you saw, I think it was a few episodes ago. I forget actually what happened, but Dennis did something that I um, commended him for, and I vowed to not say his name incorrectly. Oh wow! I'm now saying it correctly. See, the thing is, I, I was never 100% sure. Whether, I was never 100% sure whether or not that was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit. It was a very long bit. <laughs> He's got commitment. It quite literally, it lasted quite literally a year because I've been doing this for a year. <laughs> I've said it wrong every single time. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't actually remember why I started it now, but he did something really good. So that's why I said it. But yeah, I, well, he's I done do a lot of really good him, things though. lately. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him though if he goes to New York. That's just gonna suck. So like he's just gonna he's gonna lose so many games. Going from one team that wears orange to another and the team that we played last night, y'all saw the video of uh Presti being pulled aside by the mm-hmm. GM of the Like let's go yeah, talk in that tunnel over there. James and, Jones and Sam James Jones. And Presti yeah. is just like Stroking his beard like yo. He had a good beard rub going. He had a good beard rub going. Yeah, very good beard rub. Ten out of ten. (laughs) Oh my gosh! So speculation went wild last night. They're like, "Oh Booker, Booker's going OKC." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I so this is. I don't know if you guys read this, but I posted something um, today about. This is just related to like how fans go to the extremes with trades, kind of bouncing up that. But I, I was just scanning tradeNBA.com, not really looking for bad trades. Oh. But <laughs> but the the first page of just like if you if you uh, limit it to just Oklahoma City in the trade, the first page of that had no more than like ten to fifteen terrible terrible trades, like just the most bizarre things I've ever seen. And so I posted about it. It was like the six worst ones. And uh, so one of them that I just wanted to share with you all because it was really funny to me um, was this trade someone proposed between OKC, Toronto, and Detroit. And in total, there are 10 players that get traded. So right off the bat, like insane. Yeah. Dylan's like excellent. I, by the way, one of the ones I posted was like a a 13 player trade and the Celtics were in this one and all of their starting five was traded and other starting five went in. So like their entire starting roster was flipped, which was so funny to me. But anyway, if it's more than like five players, I'm like, I'm, I don't have time to think about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, there's two, like, you're basically just changing teams at that point. It's, it's too much. 
Uh, but the Raptors Pistons trade with OKC was uh, the Raptors would get Darius Baisley right off the bat, hilarious. Uh, they would get Andre Drummond and Luke Kennard. And then Detroit would get Steven Adams, Shea Gilgis Alexander, again, absolutely <laughs> hilarious that we're throwing him in this trade. Stanley Johnson and OG Ananobi. And then Are we, we getting get, get, Blake remember, Griffin? That's no, what's happening? Remember, yeah, remember that we just gave up Shea, Steven, and Darius Baisley. Now listen to who right. we get. Norman Powell, Markeith Morris, Fred VanVleet, a first and second round from Detroit. That's it. That's all we get. <laughs> Phone it in. Who in their right so, so, mind? Somebody call the good? league office. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it's so bad. That's actually not a bad return. No. I think I think if, they're all if expiring, it's unprotected. So we're like we're on to cap space, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's solely for cap space, and we give up SGA. <laughs> What in the world? It, it'd have to be an unprotected first. Tank mode. Oh, man. I can't. <laughs> That's not even tank mode. That's just like we hate our our entire organization. I can't. Tank. We're giving I up can't look at trade NBA, uh, you know, the trades that are saved and just. They're so horrible. So like funny. any trade and any trade, any trade that it. has Shea Gilgis Alexander in it, number one, is just it's off limits unless it's we're getting awful. back LeBron or. Anthony Davis or somebody of that ilk. And so there's, there's I probably, even, I would not trade SGA for LeBron, by the way, without, without, I would not them, trade SGA for Paul George either. There? Maybe 15 players in the league. Say about you would 10 trade SGA for. Cause you have to take, yeah. like I factor in age. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, they got, yeah, they gotta right. be like, young and they gotta be like, so LeBron, I wouldn't basically trade. because he's basically proven. <laughs> so I mean it would be it would be like Donchick, uh Chich. Uh Morant whatever. That's a maybe. Nah, I don't know if I'd do that. That's tough. Mitch Trey Young. I would would you in... trade him for Trey Young? No. <gasps> I like SJ better. Hater. Would you do, uh, would you do Jaron Jackson? <laughs> I love Trey. <laughs> I just wouldn't trade him. No. No. He's all Ja. No. I was trying to think. Zion. Absolutely not. Zion's scared. What? He hasn't proven himself, dude. Zion's health scares me. Dude, he's like three games. He's averaging like 20. I traded him for John Morant. That's crazy. Jaw is going to get hurt eventually. Like, the way he plays is so ridiculous. And he just bends the wrong way so many times. He's, he's, he's Russ. I think I think we he's said the same thing about Russ. Russ. He has Russ. I I can't even think of more than like five players that are trade. Like AD would be on there. What? Um, he's he's on an expiring contract. I'll trade <laughs> Assuming he resigns, I mean, you I'm not. I'm saying can't. like if we get you to can't. keep him. The assumption is that he would be on the team long term. Would That's you trade? Assumption. Mm-mm. Would you trade SGA for? Yes. For Bam, Hero, and none. Yes, in a heartbeat. I think so. Yeah, if it was all those, and we didn't have to give anything else, yeah, I'd do that. I mean, that's. I feel like that's just for Bam, and Bam's really yeah. good. I like Hero. Yeah, he's. I mean, <laughs> he's. He that. might be. He might be really good, but he is not proven. He's. Yeah. True. He he could be good. Bam's the proven asset in that trade. Anyway, sorry good. for the tangent. I just I just thought it was interesting. It's like there's not really I, not that it's many It's an players. interesting thought. Yeah, it's an interesting thought to, to provoke. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's not much going on aside from this Knicks situation. There's now, mm. I mean, looking at the rest of the NBA, there's now, like, some Sixers news coming out. I think they were looking at um, Davis Bertans and – Davis da- da- Davis Bertans would be great yeah, in Philly. Oh, Davis. Davis. I was thinking that, too. Like, imagine if they Simmons had that guy Embiid alongside, like, Ben Simmons and Embiid. That would be so Ooh, deadly. I forget who, but we had the report that John Collins is on the block from Atlanta, which is insane. I, I didn't confirm that. Yeah, I feel like that's stupid. So, okay, like, so so what, what, what we said in the chat, though, but, Stephen Adams for John Collins, straight up. And, I mean, straight up. 
it can't be straight up because of salary, but you'd probably have to throw in Chandler Parsons contract in there. Sure. Um, But yeah. Yeah. They've they've got like three big expires. I would do that. (laughs) Yeah, they could do it. But I would I would definitely do that. But I don't think Atlanta would. No, we'd have to. So if we add if we if we added the Denver twenty twenty, then it becomes how much do you have to add? What what yeah? What's your limit as far as like draft picks that you would do for Steven? Uh, I would uh, I would add the Denver, and then I might I might do the Denver another one. I I would not remove the protections. I would not remove the protections from their pick that we already owe them. I'd probably throw them like I'd throw the Miami protected pick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so either yeah. something that's protected or something that's like the soonest. But I yeah. wouldn't go past that. Yeah. I feel like the unprotected Clippers picks are also in that range of like there's a very yeah. few number of players that you would give up for those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't give those away. Um, yeah, so we'll see. John Collins may or may not be on the market. Maddie, what do you got? Um, and also within the last week, the rumor, which actually wasn't a rumor, it was somebody just throwing crap at the wall to see what would stick, said mm-hmm. um, that the Clippers would be interested in bringing back Chris Paul, and we would be getting like Parkless and Beverly. Um, nah, get out of here. This was getting... just somebody. Nah, no, 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 no. That's trade NBA. It's, it was just that has to no, be trade NBA. No, it was on no, Bleacher. It was somebody Report, on like was... Bleacher Report. It was Bleacher Report, but it was uh, no, it was Bleacher Report, and it was just their idea. So we're not going to discuss it. Let's move on. I was, well, no, I was, I was bringing it up was, it so was that we could real. discredit it, it was so that people news. don't take it seriously. Fake news. <laughs> yes, we would um, like to announce that this trade is not happening. Right. The thing that that really pissed me off, though, it's like I'm just so so tired of clickbaity stuff, but. And I'm not I'm not gonna mention exactly where where it is, but said that because we're getting so much talent back, we're giving a first round pick. The Thunder are not attaching picks to Chris Paul to trade him. Period. Nope. That's so um, funny that we're at that point now. Like just thinking back in the off season when we got Chris Paul, we're like, we might have to throw in a couple first round picks for this guy so that people will take um, the salary. I'm sorry, but now it's Western Conference All Star Chris Paul. Oh yeah, sorry. And what will it be speaking in the future, of, Stephen? Speaking Finals of Finals MVP, Chris Paul. Let's go. Yeah, Chris Paul has been announced <laughs> as an All Star reserve. Uh, I forgot to pull up the full list, but I'll find that. Um, well, we got Dame, Dame mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, Brett Westbrook is uh, in there. Westbrook made it. Which is just a relief so because Twitter was going to be hell. For that was weeks. that was going to be a mass chaos in Oklahoma City Thunder yes, Twitter. Would have been terrible. Um, but the the full list is Lillard, Mitchell, Jokic, Gobert, Brandon Ingram, Westbrook, CP3. I think Brandon. And Ingram, I think we can assume from that. I I I feel like if you look at the tweet that Shams sent out, Shams. It's in order. Yeah. I think it's in order because the mm-hmm. start you have two guards. Three forwards and then two wild cards, and then the last in two. both conferences. Yeah. So I think that's Chris Paul was the last one in. If you look that's at crazy that the two wild cards were the those two guys Westbrook and CP. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that that really helped us in many ways um, from avoiding a mass uh, civil war. Um, in the East, we had Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Middleton, Jason Tatum, Bam, and Sabonis, who made his first All-Star. Woo. Shout out, Sabonis. Um, Yay, Damos. Damas. Damas Sabonis <laughs> was in for the first time. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think Brandon Ingram was, well, I guess he wouldn't have been the guy. So it was really Chris Paul who snubbed Booker, nope. which is what everyone is saying um and booker was really mad about it steven Booker's you missed snub. it uh you missed he it, was steven. snubbed uh when you're when you're when uh ray was qu- crying i mm-hmm. had a nice transition from your baby to booker because booker was being a baby about it and i thought you should know about it because it was i thought it was a really good transition <laughs> 
Anyways. Are you are you saying Chris Paul's a hashtag girl dad? Mm-hmm. He is. Isn't he? <laughs> I think he actually is. Um but yeah, so I don't know. Did anyone else have any strong like concerns about who didn't get in or who shouldn't have been in? I really didn't. I thought it was pretty fair. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I think it's interesting to think about whether or not if Trey hadn't been voted in as a starter, if he would have made mm-hmm. it as a reserve because yeah. he was kind of carried by the fan vote as a starter. And I don't know if the coaches would have put him in. And then you look at just like who made it and it's basically on record, except for Brandon Egram, who was like, there was just no competition at the forward spot. In yeah, the West. he's been amazing. Yeah. Alex, what do you have? Kind of like what Steven said earlier, where, know everything every look at it from the gaze of of the thunder perspective of the thunder so these guys not Mm -hmm. making the all-star game so guy like carl anthony towns a guy like devin booker like that has to weigh on their mind the fact that chris paul who as far as stats goes is having a middling year compared to them um but yet he could still make an all-star game in oklahoma city while they, regardless of record, struggle to get into the game. You know, that can breed content, discontent. That can breed, you know, hey, get me out of here. I want to be traded. And, man, you know what? That just works out good for us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the only other snub, I think, was Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. But, but, hey, hit. His, um, and he was mad about his it. wife, he Beyonce. She's got this covered, so we don't have yeah. we don't have to go in depth on this. <laughs> we don't have to say much. We're we're good. Does does that impact his his desire to get out? I know he like literally just signed his extension that kicks in next next uh, season. But I feel like he's yeah. been wanting to get out. Well, he before can't leave this. this year. He can't leave this year. But yeah. yeah. Um, so is is he on their roster starting really next day? year? Next year? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Yeah, and maybe John Wall's back. Yeah. I think I think Bradley is probably like at the point where he's saying, Let's wait for John Wall to be back and then I'll see if I want to actually like see force what my way out of here. Yeah. Because yeah. he definitely could. He could just pull an A D and like, Hey, I don't want to play anymore. Sure. Um but yeah, that's just that's the way this league is going. But yeah. Uh, I thought I, really... I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool that so among the media people, the, the checkmark people, everybody kind of thought Booker was a snub, but everybody thought it was he should have been in over True. Westbrook, not over Chris Paul. Like I didn't see mm. Chris Paul's name being thrown around very much, except for by like Phoenix fans. fans. Yeah, just fans. Um, which <laughs> the Thunder were about to play the Suns, and I'm gonna just go ahead and pull this transition off for you, host. They were about to play Did the Suns. you just cuck I, my hosts? <laughs> and I just thought it would be really cool if Devin Booker like scored a bunch of points and then Chris Paul hit the game winner and we could all just point at that game and be like, Basically what happened. That's why. You see? Yep. I know. <laughs> yeah, we we but Chris Paul started off poorly and then was like, nah, I got this. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, I think, uh, Alex from Down to Dunk tweeted about this, but it was like that was such a big moment for CP3 last night because of what you already said, um, and just like his transition from being this guy with a terrible contract to now being a like super valuable member of OKC. Like as we mentioned, when he's not playing, they looked terrible compared to what they usually are with with him on. So yeah, his his. Uh, Transition from off season to now has been nothing short of a movie. Um, but also, we have to mention in the All Star Week, Jay Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, He's Rising Stars for the Rising Stars World Team. We are all going to be Canadian for a brief moment as we root on hey. this guy. Hey, hey. sorry, Hi. sorry, hey. <laughs> So, so at this point, do we, Sorry, do we have to talk Booker. about Sorry. Lou Dort dub being a Lou snub? Dort was such a snub. Lord, Lou Dort was snubbed. By the way, did you guys see um, Jackson Hayes' pity party? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the NBA could – I don't even care. Like, what? 
What? And then he was crying at the he, end. So By the end of it, he was crying. He was. Cr He's pulling a Rudy Gobert at the end. He I was saying. Know. He was saying. Um. So this is. That's not UT me for you. It. Quote. Quote. The NBA can suck my dick. So that's just <laughs> Jackson Hayes in a nutshell. Um, the whole that seems NBA. Like <laughs> All thirty teams. A lot of dudes. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot a lot of males to attend to. Um, but yeah, he that was terrible. Like I just thought that whole thing was such a pouty, like whiny thing. Just not a bit good look for Jackson Hayes. It's just it's it, yeah. It's not what a man well, would do. Speaking of oh, <laughs> speaking of Matisse Tybel's agent, what did he do? I didn't see did that. You, did, you didn't see that. He, no. So it's the assistant coaches who vote on the Rising Stars Challenge, and Matisse Teibel, who's by all accounts one of the best defenders in the league already as a rookie. He's awesome. Did not get voted in by the assistant coaches, and his agent posted a long tirade against the process and the assistant coaches, which included the word assistant with the first three <laughs> letters capitalized. Assistant. <laughs> Ass. ass assistant coaches yeah an assistant so people people really care about the rising stars game nowadays i didn't uh, know people cared like no. okay it's one thing if you're like <laughs> i get snubbed from the all-star game because that that has like hall of fame contractual hall, hall yeah. of fame contractual yeah, like it matters but nobody, it really matters nobody is like nobody looks back at like michael jordan he was like yeah he was in the all like the rising stars <laughs> team for three like nobody cares like why are you so upset nobody about cares. it <laughs> hey so shay's in the rising stars and i care so just I, I, when shay when shay is in his hall of fame like candidacy we're just gonna be like hey first first <laughs> row john morant yeah. john morant was good and all but shay yeah. had rising star twice I do think it's pretty cool. I do think it's pretty cool that assuming Hami gets to participate in the dunk contest, which he should, um, not been officially which he is, he's but he's basically said publicly that if he's healthy, he will do it. He's invited, so okay, so he is hoping hoping that's accurate. But if he is, then the Thunder have participants all three nights of All Star Weekend, and that's Heck awesome. Yeah, Heck I yeah. really wanted Danilo to be in the three point competition. I actually didn't. I think. I I am very like I have a very strong conspiracy against the three point contest where if you play in it it like messes up your shot and then you suck. It's not for the, the next home run derby, man. It happened to Paul George, dude. Do you That's Paul George though. Three point contest and then it's he like sucked in the second. It's because his, his elbow well, decided sure, to go ahead and blow I'm up sure like that three was sizes too or big or that something. season. I'm serious, like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the Grinch's heart. He, he didn't have two healthy shoulders at that point. But I I don't know. I am always like, dude, you're going to mess up your shot. But maybe, I'm, maybe that's just me. Anyway, so we got three, two, hopefully three OKC players to look out for. So it's going to be a jam-packed all-star game, Yep. Uh, which will be in two weeks, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So with that... Uh, Fellas, we have one last thing to cover. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And that tweet, tweet, is Twitter. Tiku, tiku, tiku. Tiku, 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 tiku. First question <laughs> comes like in that. from Justin at JLo2A36. He said, if you had to bet money on who gets traded by the deadline, who would it be? There was no question mark at the end of this. So it's a statement. I don't know how to interpret Twitter that. statement. A Twitter statement. Uh, there's actually no question marks in the rest of this. I have my money on Diallo or Burton. I think they keep everyone else and either do sign and trades in the summer or wait to see what happens with the market after the free agency dust settles. So there was no question. So I don't know if this has an answer, but if it did, if it was a question, I would say, um, I actually don't, I don't know why Diallo or Burton would be the most likely, but I would, I would put my money on like he has a no trade also. Um, Nerlens because he has a nice contract. If someone needs a backup center, yeah. But I feel like he would waive it if it was under the right circumstances. Um, 
and I don't know. I feel like that's the most most likely. I can't really think of anyone else in particular just because we're at the point now where it's like we're kind of going for it. So it needs to be a like a amazing offer in order for us to like do anything. Mm-hmm. So my first instinct was to say nobody because of what you're saying, where it's like, yeah, I think we're kind of cruising and we don't really have any exploding assets other than Gallinari, which is like we could resign him because nobody else has cap space in the whole league. So mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Uh, but Andre Robertson uh-huh. is an exploding asset, mm. an expiring contract of $10 million. Uh, and if anybody wants to duck the tax or create some salary cap space this next season. Or even we had that report from Shams earlier in the year saying that OKC is open to taking on some long-term money in exchange for assets, uh, Mm -hmm. which is something that rebuilding teams should do. And we don't have cap space to do it except for Andre Robertson's contract. I think if I had to bet money, I would say Robertson gets moved for a pick and a contract that has, three years left on it or something like that mm-hmm. that's a good point um yeah anyone else Trade thoughts? Uh, i mean so if i were to put my my money on anybody getting moved um i wouldn't put my money on anything but if i if money weren't involved i would say terrence ferguson somebody that um could be moved he seems like somebody that would benefit from a change of scenery i don't know if him being being in the same area where his entire family is, that's always a great thing for an NBA player. Um, especially it can also when you're be a bad through, thing. Yeah, it can be a bad thing, especially when you're going through all the drama that, she, that he's going through with the custody battle and mm-hmm. this, this, and that. So I think, you know, he might be somebody that gets moved. I think um, if the if the Thunder had the opportunity to maybe move Abrinas, they might have done that if he was up to it. But I think they. You know, they worked out what was best in his favor um, to get him the help that he needed as far as getting away from the team and maybe going back to Spain or or just getting away from the pressure of the NBA. So I think, you know, Ferguson is somebody that I think teams may like as a young asset, as a young player, and they may want to go ahead and take a chance on him. And I'd, I'd honestly just, you know, if you gave us a good second, I'd go for it. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, okay, due to time, we're going to breeze through the next couple one of these. So this one comes from Chris at Joel MVP'd. Get it, <laughs> MVP'd. Uh, I know you're in the playoff race, but do you think CP3 should be shop traded before the deadline anyway? His value might not carry into the offseason. Nope. Um, no. Nope. Moving on. Uh, Steve, you're muted. I can't hear you. Steve got tailored. Steve got tailored. All right. Uh, next from at Lakers GV says, this is the, uh, this is the question word for word. It says, should be Kobe the logo? No. <laughs> no. Well, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Hey, the logo is fine. Um, well, see, I don't know if that's what he's asking because I was thinking about this a lot and it's like it's worded in a way that's like maybe Kobe the logo is a as a guy and then he's like he's asking I should be Kobe the logo. You know what I mean? No. Like Kobe the logo. Well, also like also no. The guy. Okay. The answer is no. also no. Yeah. No, yeah. No. You shouldn't be. At the no, GV, the nose the have answers. it. The nose. Um, should, I do, should the logo just be, quote, be Kobe? Maybe that's what he means. Mm, no. No. Also no. no to that. Yeah. I do like the idea of the all-star game where they're going to wear um, 24 and 2. That's pretty cool. It got but snubbed. It got snubbed, but I am also glad Gigi got in there. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, last question from Ryan at OG Ban Bread. 
This guy really hates bread. What? Uh, he asks, <laughs> where can I catch this podcast? That's a good question, Ryan. Ooh. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, <sighs> other other podcast platforms. And if you're on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review and leave us a good comment, and we will read it and Stitcher. be happy. Stitcher is the other one. That was, I was Pod about Bean. Podbean. Podbean. Ooh, you Where? can find us on. You can find us on. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. FM on if you just Google best OKC Thunder podcast and click on the .fm link, we're on that Heck list. Yeah. Heck yeah, that's right. I love it. I love it. I hope he found it. I hope. We're, I hope we're answering his question. Ryan, let us. Ryan, let us know if you found it. Um, <laughs> like, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we answer it in a tweet? Oh, oh we, we did. did. We oh, did. Okay. We did. <laughs> it's called a joke, Alex. <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> We're just like, if you found it, <laughs> welcome We're to Twitter. Like, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very concerned. <laughs> and that was Twitter questions. And like I said, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Um. We also have a website, okctopicthunder.wordpress.com. I realized the other day I kept saying okctopicthunder at wordpress.com, and I'm worried people mm-hmm. were thinking it was an email. <laughs> so I want to clarify it's a website, dot wordpress.com. Um, so like we mentioned earlier, Alex had a Kobe tribute. Um, I also wrote one. There's some other stuff on there that – you are an OKC Thunder fan, you will find And if you ever if you ever want to see what assets we and, have and uh, the salaries of the players, that's also on. Mm, right. It's got some information for you NBA uh, slash OKC fans who like to know all the ins and outs. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, had you uh, updated that for Isaiah Roby? Shoot. Oh, right. wow. By the way, we traded Ooh, for Isaiah Roby. We traded Justin Patton for Isaiah Roby. We already talked about Let's that, Steve. Oh, friend of the pod. News. Yeah, friend. Uh, also, shout out to Justin Patton because he got waived like 10 minutes after he was traded. And that oh, just hey, that just, bad. That just hey, means that he can paid. come back to us. Yeah. Come back to us, Justin. That would be. Sign him on a two-way a contract. Gotta take I'd a, love it. Got to take a calendar year. Well, Steve, don't, don't be a such a party <laughs> pooper. Sorry. Guys. All right. Um, you guys got anything else before we sign off here? Yeah, I got one thing I want to say. Hey, let Maddie go, Steve. You interrupted no. him. Go ahead, Steve. No. Go ahead, dude. It'll be Do the you. last thing that I say. Okay, Maddie, go. Okay. Um, the Thunder are seven and a half games back from first, oh. which are the exact same amount of games that the Dallas. Mavericks are back. Oh. So essentially, we're tied for the 60. Oh. Swiggity swoogity. Swiggity swoogity. Wait, Steve, did you have something to say before you leave? <laughs> Hashtag girl dad. Bye. <laughs> all right. That's, bye, that's bro. it for us. Steven just left, and we're all now going to leave you all. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back Wednesday. Or Thursday. Uh, we haven't figured that out yet to talk about the Cavs game, which is coming up on Wednesday, and the trade deadline, which is on Thursday. So stick around till then. Uh, you know, just follow us on all of our social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook. Hey, so so I will be at I will be at Thunder practice on Thursday, um, just to see if any shenanigans go down while they're practicing. You remember the whole Andre Robertson hugging everybody a couple years ago and then everybody thinking he was traded. So I will be at the practice Make, on yeah, Thursday. So. Get us get us some good periscopes for the pod. And, uh, yeah, Try. so stay tuned for that. Alex will be our, our uh, eyes on the ground for the trade deadline. But, yeah, um, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to. So, again, you can follow us. That- that's TV personality Alex yes. Roy, by the way. TV personality. Recurring guest on new, uh, Channel 5, KOCO. Ooh, ooh. Uh, he is now a TV superstar. Um, Woo! When was your – did you post your last um, interview on the Twitter page? 
I did. Okay. I did. Okay, good. You, so you have to scroll back a little bit, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's there. Yeah, you'll find it. Just scroll. Um, With Maggie Carla, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The homie Maggie. Maggie. She follows us, by the way. So thank you. Shout out Maggie. Follows us on Twitter. Pretty cool. Uh, you can also find our other social media pages from our personal accounts. Uh, Alex's is Alex Roig NTTB. Maddie Moles Pod. Steve's is Steve Thunderfan. And mine is Matt Tierney MBA. Thank you all again for listening. And as always, Thunder Up! Thunder Up! Thunder Up! Mamba out! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.